Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Sean Busca, who's the golf pro for the Clinton Country Club. Sean, welcome. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Pete. Thanks for coming down. And actually, you're my first in-studio guest in about six months. So it's finally nice to actually see somebody in person rather than doing this through Zoom. No, it's a great honor, and uh, I was glad to come in. and. Well, I'm honored to be your first well, guest. Well, thanks for coming down, my friend. Thanks for coming down. So, Sean, tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been golf pro at the Country Club. Yeah, so I've been, uh, my name is Sean Buska. I'm, I'm from, originally from Hamden, Connecticut, currently live there, and I've been at Clinton Country Club for the, uh, the head pro at, for 14 years now. Wow. Uh, so it's been great. I've been at some great uh, clubs around, the, around our northeast, you know, one being uh, Brooklawn, where I just, I came before I got to Clinton and also I was at Round Hill Club and okay. I was also a head pro up at Carnegie Abbey which is now called the Quignet Club in Portsmouth Rhode Island oh wow yeah nice uh, estate Scottish link style um, resort basically which was a beautiful place right on the water near Gansett Bay oh wow really yeah oh so I, I've been really you know honored with what I've done and uh, what I've had with my staff a lot of my staff have mm -hmm. gone on to head professionals and in the in the past and uh, I honor myself to really make sure that I really establish a great uh, place at Clinton Country Club just like the other courses I've been at absolutely absolutely so obviously you like what you like what you're doing I love it Pete I, I think just you know the experiences I have with uh, all our members and guests and you know just those relationships that you build over those years of 14 years and you know, it's an ongoing process and, and you know, long-lasting friends Absolutely. and relationships, which Absolutely. is great. Now, how has what's been going on affected the sport of golf? It's been, I, I hate to say it, Pete, but mm. it's been a really uptick in, in golf. Really? Um, a lot of outside sports, you know, yeah. including with golf and boating and biking and all that. Uh, it really has a push that we needed in the golf industry. Um, not only, I think across the board, we were 35% up as a nation um, for golf rounds. Yep. You know, we did about almost 30,000 rounds at Clinton Country Club, which we usually do about 20,000. 20, oh, wow. So That's pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, it's nice, Pete. There's a lot of people that are new getting into the game, which is great, but also those people that have tried it a little bit, right. we see them coming back to the game. So it's been a huge uptick in, in golf. and. You know, we needed this push just like we got a kind of a Tiger Woods push way back in the right. turn of the century. So exactly. uh, it's been great. It's been great. It's it's great to see all these people outside and playing golf and being safe with the whole COVID. Uh, hopefully it's all past us right now. Oh, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I actually got my last vaccination shot a couple weeks ago. Great. Congrats. Yeah, Thank I'm you. fully vaccinated, too. And yeah. most of our members and staff are, are also. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also... Tell us a little bit of a little bit about the Clinton Country Club. What for people that don't know? Yeah, so Clinton Country Clubs, it's it's on uh, Old Post Road, 128 Old Post Road, and it's yeah. uh, you know it's nestled in on a uh, almost a uh, 200 acre property, okay. which we have you know a phenomenal championship golf course of mm -hmm. 18 holes, and uh, the course conditions. You know our golf course superintendent Mike Decker, he does a phenomenal job, so the golf course is always in pristine condition. Yep. Um, you know, it's a very flat golf course being on, on the shore here. Uh, we have basically one small hill on the property, which is pretty easy. So we do probably about 65% of our rounds will be a, a walking uh, round. 
Um, but other than that, I mean, we, we're full membership now, which, you know, which is great. We have a wait list now. Um, but there's so many great people there, not only members, but yeah. also the staff there. Are, oh, are, absolutely. Are, are so um, connected with one another, and mm -hmm. we really respect each other's um, jobs. Absolutely. Especially, yeah. I can think of two. I can actually think of three off the top of my head. I actually, know actually four off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it's a very welcoming place. You oh, know, absolutely. And I think that's what we're so lucky um, that we have. You know, we don't have tea times at Clinton Country Club, so it's basically uh, kind of come on up and you know give us your group, and we'll get you in the queue to get you get you off and playing. Absolutely. Now, when the pandemic first started, how did you guys how did you guys handle it? Very interesting, Pete. I think the whole golf industry, uh, we didn't have much staff because we weren't allowed to because of the right. social distancing of the six feet. Um, we couldn't touch anybody's clubs. Nope. Uh, we had to have individual carts if they weren't in the household together. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody had to wear masks basically indoors and, and also outdoors. Um, but, you know, I think golf in general really took off. You know, the hard part I think with last year was uh, everybody had to be a little bit understaffed. Like mm -hmm. we couldn't really be out and about and right. doing more, most of our programs that we usually run at Clan. You know, a lot of clinics, a lot of you know, golf programs for beginners. You know, intermediate, um, advanced. You know, junior PJ Junior Golf League, which we had to postpone for a year from last year, but now we have it back. And I think everything is growing, Pete. Right. Uh, all the numbers in my tournaments are are getting up there. Uh, and the participation in our junior camp and also our PJ Junior Golf Team. We both have a 17 and under team and an also a 13 and under team. Really? Tell us a little, bit about, a little bit about that. It's really cool. They they started this a few years ago and you know we were one of the first clubs in the state that started that, that kind of um, jumped on this program where what happens is basically it's um, through, through our website, we, we send out email blasts to all our junior members to see if they could play okay. on our golf team. It's um, really run, for the most part, how the PGA of America wanted to start this was almost making it into a Little League baseball feel. Gotcha. So all the kids that, are, that sign up, they get a special shirt, the mm -hmm. same shirt uniform, and they actually have numbers on the back. Oh, cool. um, so for the 13 under, the format is uh, you play a two-person scramble mm -hmm. against the other team that we might host that day. So there's four teams in our in our division and oh. we'll go around to all the different clubs, but it's a two-person scramble format. Every three holes is technically a point. Gotcha. Um, and usually eight kids usually play in a match. Okay. Uh, it's really nice. The parents could come out and, and you know participate and helping the kids, watching the kids. But for the most part, it's a great way to grow the game kind of from our juniors because that's where it is and then while well, you also have a 17 and under team also which they play a little different format they'll play uh, a best ball of, of partners yeah uh, against the other against the other team nine holes again and again same point system Absolutely. Um, so it's really good though it's, it's a great way to you know grow the game and it's really cool actually you know we host practices every you know every Saturday afternoon uh, and we host practices and and it's really nice because it meets the kids get to meet each other and get to have long life friends basically Absolutely. from it and they get to play some great golf courses which I think a lot of the parents are a little jealous <laughs> where they get to play. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but it's super, super growth of, of the game. Now what other, what other types of clinics and events do you guys run? 
We have what we call the uh, ladies kind of a beginner clinic. I think uh, one of our ladies calls it the tipsters. Okay. Um, so that's going to be starting up in probably early June where they'll have it on a Tuesday afternoon. We'll have two clinics, uh, one at four and one at five. Gotcha. So anybody could show up if they want to learn the game or, or learn the etiquette, learn how to swing, how to do some type of a topic we'll always have. And we'll always give them literature to kind of touch base with us and also if they need help for, for any game improvements, just a personal private lesson. Now let's talk about golf etiquette for a little while because we got some time. What, what, what is the normal etiquette for golf? Uh, for private clubs and most private clubs, at least at Clayton Country Club, we right. just basically have to have a collared shirt for men right? Uh, with basically you know any type of khaki pants or something. We don't allow cargo right. pants or shorts right. and no denim. Exactly. Uh, and the men have to wear their shirts tucked in. Right. Okay. And hats, if they have a hat in on, they have to have it the proper way. Right. Not backwards. No. No. And not then lady, sideways, not backwards. No, no, no. no. Mm -mm. Uh, and we're really kind of on top of that. But, you know, I think, uh, do we have some people that come there with their shirts untucked um, from the guest standpoint? Yes, yeah. we do. But then I'll have to reach out to my member who's hopefully close by and just let him know to have their guests tuck in their shirt because exactly. they're responsible for it. Absolutely. Um, on the ladies' side, you know, I, I think uh, they get off with a little bit um, mm -hmm. easier. Yeah. Um, if they have a sleeveless shirt, they'd have to wear a collar. But other than that, um, they could wear what, whatever they would kind of like. Um, you know, yep. their skirts, you know, close to their knees, two inches um, up from their knees. And Absolutely. They can wear their hats inside. Gotcha. Men cannot wear their hats. When take they're the inside, off, take the hat Correct. off inside. Yeah, it's just kind of a custom thing, and it's kind of a nice little classy thing for the men to remove their hats. When absolutely, they're in. absolutely. Now, one thing we didn't talk about yet is, you guys. How did you guys handle the club championship last year? Because I know you guys usually do a great job with that, and it was uh, quite different. Yeah. We didn't allow people to take. Uh, right carts to watch the event mm -hmm. okay unfortunately I had to deal with your parents because I know your dad was going into <laughs> right. knee surgery and That's I had right. to unfortunately tell them that they couldn't exactly take a you car. can't do it it was only for handicapped people right. only exactly um, so again was it participation like normal like two to three hundred people that we have watching those matches yeah, no. absolutely not no. um, but it was intimate it was right. you know the, the the best player won right and uh, in both in three of our championships are men, women, and our juniors. So, okay. uh, but it was very strange. You know, usually it's a big party for the club yep. and, and, and a great way to kind of, after Labor Day, to kind of really celebrate, uh, you know, the club's year and all the champions and all the winners, you know, f for the events that year. Absolutely, and I get, maybe this year. I hope so, Pete. Maybe. And I'll give your dad a cart. And there year. you go. I was, yeah, there's I was no say, I was gonna say, a couple years ago, I actually rode around with him. Yeah, it is really cool. You know, my it wife is. comes up and, and, you know, it's just a great, um, great memories, you know, oh, absolutely great, great competition. And, you know, absolutely. usually, usually everybody comes around, which is I nice. I was going to say, and it's an absolutely beautiful course. Yes. Yeah, I've we're I've so seen lucky. It. And I've it's actually neat too, Pete. I, yeah. I don't know, you know, we have bald eagles on our property. I don't want to no mention way. it too much to have people come out, but really? we do have, yeah, it's our fourth year with our bald eagles and we did confirm that we have two eaglets in there. So oh, they'll wow. be they'll be flying around hopefully soon. Oh 
Oh, cool. But yeah, I mean, I think that's what golf courses are. It's a sanctuary for all types of wildlife. And we've had them every, you know, for four years. It's beautiful. Um, we got some great pictures of them and yep. you know, our members respect it and you know, the community respects it because we don't want anybody to come out no. on our golf course and trespass. But exactly. I was going to say because one thing we didn't talk about yet is you guys are a private course members only. You guys are, you guys are not open to the public. We are not. No. We're uh, you know, full membership but, yep. you know, again with the wait list. So uh, we are completely private. Um, you know, and that's how we're gonna keep it. Absolutely, absolutely. And from what I and from what I understand, because I've been to the country club many times with my parents and with other functions, we got to give a little bit of a shout out to the chef. Oh my God! Because yeah. if we're if we're talking food, I love food, Pete. You oh, can tell, me too, Sean. You can tell my figure. <laughs> me too. Um, you know, yeah, Chef Paul. He's been there for 20 years now. I think I saw really? an email that went out. She's been at the club for 20 years now. Wow. So we're we're so lucky to have him. I think the members feel the same way. Oh and, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's phenomenal. You know, he he does so many great things. Um, very unique. You know, but also he knows our members. Yeah. To be honest with you, Absolutely. which is nice. Absolutely. And I'm sure that how did you guys handle events? through the pandemic? So we did cancel a lot of our events, um, Pete, because, you know, with COVID, the touch points as, you mm -hmm. know, what we knew last year, okay, was quite different than what we know now. But we did cancel a lot of our events. Uh, we did um, have a lot of virtual events where okay. people could sign up and then we could send a scorecard to them and, and do it that way. But for the most part, Pete, we didn't have our three-day member guest, which is one of one of the club's premier events, That's okay? Right. Uh, we couldn't have that. We were one of the few clubs in the state that didn't have their three-day. We didn't have a lot of our member events. Right. Um, you know, Women's Day, instead of having a shotgun start, we had to do tea times yep. to spread people out. Uh, so everything changed uh, dramatically last year Absolutely. Uh, without a doubt a lot of our tournaments got canceled you know and and two just trying to find some golf equipment last year was getting tough yeah. to find because everybody was golfing absolutely absolutely because yeah. every i'm sure every i'm sure golf equipment is not not hard not hard to come not hard to find correct correct and especially now i mean i'm waiting still this year i'm waiting for clubs that i would normally get in five business days now they're waiting six weeks are you kidding me? Wow. Yeah. Just so because of the supply and demand. I think so. And, and some of the stuff is still maybe overseas, let's say. Okay. Some of, all right. Some of these shipping right. containers maybe that didn't get over this way. But, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's quite different. But still, we're, we're starting to see hopefully the light beyond the tunnel here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let's talk, let's talk about golf equipment for a little while because what type obviously you get a bag of clubs and some balls and right you yeah there's <laughs> so much different equipment there yeah I, I always uh make sure that my members have a little experience when okay. when they buy some clubs yeah. from me, uh whether it's a uh, fitting them for irons okay. um you know there's there's three dynamic tests that we really do pete we do uh you know three golf balls off kind of a lie board which we kind of find out how the club club is basically hitting the turf. Okay. Whether it's square or, or, or not right, there's adjustments that we can make mm -hmm. um, to make sure that it's perfect. Because what happens if 
the club doesn't come into the ball very flat on right. the surface, yeah. okay, it will adjust the ball. Hence, if we get it on the toe, yep. the ball will tend to go to the right for, for, for right-handed golfers, okay? If the mark gets on the sole plate on the heel, mm -hmm. it, it hooks. So basically, there's a lot of testing that goes on to really make sure that they custom fit the club to the individual. Okay, not everybody could get off, you know, <laughs> go to the golf shop and, and get one off the rack. Basically. Exactly. Uh, we also do shaft length too. We test on, on a center contact. We do kind of shaft length where we'll test um, some face impact tape yeah. on, the, on the club face. Okay. And it will tell us where they're hitting it in relationship to the center. Hopefully in the center, that right. makes our job a lot easier. Absolutely. But that will kind of dictate whether or not we go longer or shorter on the shafts, depending on what those marks we see. And then the last one is just, you know, fitting people for the proper grip size. Absolutely. Uh, basically, longest finger to the heel pad is a perfect size grip. Aha. Yeah, so that's how you test. So, and it's great too, Pete, because I get to spend like at least half hours with these people. Okay. Uh, and I really get to know quite a bit about the people. You know, I like to always have fun. Oh, absolutely. You know, I joke around a little bit, have some laughter and, and you know, make it really, you know, make them feel very comfortable absolutely, too. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing too, Pete, and then yeah. I also have a launch monitor for fitting drivers. So basically, I put it, put my unit down basically, and yep. I, when I test people, it'll give me basically five different readings, but okay. the two that I really look as launch monitor is the launch of the ball off of a driver should be optimally, probably about 12 degrees, and the spin rate, the backspin on the golf ball, which this will track mm -hmm. my little, um, my little GPS unit, and it will track how much spin you get. So I aptly, uh, we want about 2,400 spin rate. Okay. So that's going to be the furthest distance that we'll hit. So basically, I'll go up there with a whole bunch of different clubs. Yeah. You know, hit balls on this on this um, foresight uh, GPS unit that I have, mm -hmm. and basically will give me the numbers that I need to properly fit individuals. Exactly. And I'm sure everybody's individual fitting rate varies. 100% Pete. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just like I tell all my people, not two fingerprints are the same in the world. No, of course not. So I don't care who you are, you're going to have a different fingerprint. And so I think it's really up to the individual, their swing, and, and also the, the uh, technology that we have to really dial them in so there will be no more excuses from their equipment. How about that, Pete? No, of course not. Yeah, it can't be the equipment. No, no of course not. It no. can't be the equipment, Pete. No, can't, 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 can't be the clubs, can't be the balls, can't be the driver. Nope. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, as far as, obviously, it's for golf and your equipment is a very important part of the game. Yes, 100%. I mean, I, I think it's, it's, you know, you could save some strokes if right. people are properly fit. You know, I think the best golfers on TV are, are exactly. fit every single, you know, event that they have. Absolutely. They have, you know, they have access to a lot of uh, different technology. But, you know, I think that's the biggest thing, Pete. And if there's going to be one club in their bag that they should be custom fit to, right. it's their putter. Yep. 43% of the game is played with their putter. Really? I will guarantee you probably 5% of my lessons are putting lessons out of the 100% lessons that I give. Really? And when you think about it, it's the biggest part, Pete. And, and I think people, I, I think it's fitting for mm -hmm. putters too, Pete, is yep. very important, okay? We really want to make sure that we get, you know, eye, eye line over the golf ball, okay? And mm -hmm. basically shoulder and hand line that we want another vertical line, okay? A lot of people, especially the husbands, they think they're doing 
favor for maybe their wives, so right. they give them their old putter and when they get a new one. Right. And what I see is the, the club length for mm -hmm. the putters are so long for, our, for, for, the, for their wives. Got it. Um, so we have to really custom fit them and uh, make sure that they have the proper uh, length putter because that makes a huge difference. Absolutely. You know, just with the dynamics of getting your eyes over it and getting a really good posture and, and really seeing the line. Absolutely, and I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it's very proper to have a properly fit putter. So if you're out there playing, you don't want to. Correct, correct. It, it's it's important because you know, kind of like what they say, drive for show, exactly. putt for dough. Exactly. And people don't realize that. That's where you make your your money on the putting green. Absolutely. Now, now how how easy is it to get fitted for a putter? Really easy now. Actually, you know, Ping came out with a with a uh, model last year that they have a patent where I could actually um, make the putter from a 36 inch putter down to a 30 inch putter. Really? So, and it's just a little attachment that it's like a screwing mechanism oh, where cool. you have a thing, and I could lower it. So, I mean, that was so innovative. I think from Ping's standpoint, wow. where they have a patent on this, which is really good. But I would just take them in the shop and just make sure yep. that we, you know, that the proper fit putter is basically with their eyes over it. Absolutely. That's the biggest thing. I, I think that matters a lot to everybody. Now, as far as the pro shop, as far as the shop goes, you guys are pretty full staff. Yes, now we are. Kay. This year, uh, I have a new golf chairman. You know. Paul Capolo, you know. Absolutely. Uh, and we actually hired some um, kids. One of my um, golf committee members, Jim Furch, actually wrote to some of the golf coaches and the college golf coaches in the state. Oh, cool. And we got three three great candidates that we have coming in this year that they're going to be specifically mostly in the golf shop. Yeah. Um, doing a lot of uh, social media stuff for the club. Sure. And also it's going to really allow me, Pete, to get out of the, the uh, <laughs> shop, to be exactly. honest with you. So I could be with my members and guests, you know, play, teach, you know, do clinics. So it's really going to give me the availability to uh, be more of a uh, golf pro than, especially than last year, because last year it was very kind of a strange, um, you know, feel around the club. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, just with, you know, not coming close to people, not mm -hmm. handshaking, or, you know, I'm an Italian guy, so absolutely. I, always, I love to, to hug, but we couldn't do any of that stuff, and uh, it, it's just, it, it's it's so much better now, and, and staffing-wise, I've had some great staff, you know, Alex Segaline and Johnny Mayo, two of my assistants, and Frank Segaline, and they do just a phenomenal job, and they, they really make sure that they protect me, absolutely. which is great, and, and I help gotta, me out. I gotta let you know. The grounds at the country club are phenomenal. They are, Pete. You know, it, again, Mike Decker does a great job, yep. and we just introduced, we just had uh, so much success last year of outside seating mm -hmm. that we didn't have really any uh, any type of flat area. We okay. just kind of put it on the grass and put tables, and people loved it. So yeah. the uh, the the club really decided to put a really nice patio where we have you know gas line out there. We have water. We have electricity, so wow. uh, and it could seat up to about you know roughly probably about 60 people right now. Okay. Um, but right now we have a temporary bar out there and a temporary kitchen. So uh, we just had our big uh, patio party. That's right. Uh, a B C D opening day uh, scramble. Uh, so we just opened it up on Saturday the 8th. Oh, nice. Uh, it was a huge success. You know, we had live music, you know, going. Uh, not live music. I'm sorry, my yeah. little uh, Pandora. We Got had it. we had some music 
going on at the patio and you know they just did a great job you know Carl and Steve yep. uh, and the bartenders are you know happy Joe I call him happy mm -hmm. Joe oh, yeah. he's the happiest guy I've ever met oh absolutely um, but you know I, I think the club is doing everything right you know we're, we're really seeing what our members needs and wants are and we're really delivering it in a really good good way and it's really going to bring the socialization of the club I think back up where it used to be absolutely and yeah. especially especially now because of what's going on in the world you want to try to experience some sort of a normalcy yes god god willing because it's god. been it's been tough for everybody you oh, know yeah. um but i think we're we're seeing we're we're getting there we're getting there pete oh absolutely absolutely and then once the summer rolls around and the weather gets a little bit warmer i'm sure you guys will see a little bit more of an uptick outside playing golf and hanging out yes yeah we're still seeing a lot of people coming to the club that are want to join and be members and all that so you know there's so much interest and in, and in buzz yeah uh, not only at clinton country club but but you know all around the, the country mm -hmm. um we're seeing huge numbers and and it's it's just great it, it's such a great game you know I, I think what i love about golf i mean you know you get to spend four hours with people exactly it's a friendly game we're always welcoming, mm -hmm. you know, we're always doing the right things, okay, because there's rules to golf, so we always have to follow the rules. So, yep. you know, there's, we don't like the rule breakers at Clinton Country Club no, all that not. much. But I think it's it's just an awesome game, and, and I'm so lucky and honored to be a small part of this uh, golfing industry. Now, what are some of the smarter rules of playing golf that you don't want people to take advantage of, shall we say? Um, you know, I think pace of play. Pete, in the past couple of years, the, the World Handicap System and the USGA have really put in some, some pace of play rules that basically you could leave the flag stick in now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the basically there's out of bounds. Some clubs have removed it. Um, but I think, you know, it's ready golf for the most part. But I think, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. I think people with the rules, I think, Pete, it's a local rule to determine out of bounds. So okay. a lot of clubs in Florida that our members are members of, yep. they have different set of out-of-bounds rules down there, which okay. is club to club. Ah. So when they come back up here, they think that they're playing down in Florida, which they abandon kind of the out-of-bounds where it's the you know stroke and distance um, penalty, uh, where they come up here and they don't think that our rule is different. Our rule is totally different than what they play. So that's one thing that we have to make sure that we, uh, you know, discuss with our members and make sure that the rule at Clinton Country Club, you know, out of bounds stays out of bounds. Right. Uh, a lot of penalty areas, a lot of pace of play um, things, Pete, that really have, have helped the game, I okay. think, with the rules sense. Um, but for the most part, our members are really good about the rules. I think they're very, uh, very well up on the rules, which is nice. And you guys are in 18 hole course correct 18 hole private okay. country club yeah we have a uh we have anything from a, we have bocce courts that we put in a couple years ago which oh, yeah, is right. which is really neat uh you know the patio that we have and mm -hmm. the dining room so you know the dining room is going to be interesting because now they're going to have to cover the patio a little bit too and also inside so. sean would you mind sticking around for another segment yeah that would be great all right we'll be right back oh it's on Release the meteor! He's looking at you, kid.
I dig it. That felt pretty great. Score going to the playoffs. I can't believe I missed that. Every time I'm buzzed, I spend too much time on my phone. What? I should take your phone away. No, no, no. I'll call for a ride. Hey, why does my face look like that? <laughs> I'm, I'm playing with these new face builds. Okay, you know what? Yep, that's mine. I'm gonna need that back. Nope. Kevin! Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm, I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti, sitting here with Sean Buska from the Clinton Country Club. Sean, welcome back. Great to be back. Thanks for, thank thanks for sticking around, my friend. Thanks for sticking around. Yeah. So, Sean, we were talking a little bit about, in the first segment, golf etiquette. I was wondering if maybe we can pick up a little bit about that and get a little bit more detail of proper etiquette on the golf course. And more importantly, if you're playing 18 holes, typically how long should it take you? Yeah, so Clinton Country Club is actually certified as, as the USGA as four hours or less okay. to play. Got it. Um, so it's great that we have that. I think, you know, I think the etiquette, Pete, I think it says in the USGA, okay, it's called the spirit of the game. Okay. Okay, and the spirit of the game basically is uh, make sure that we leave the golf course in better condition than when we play. Mm -hmm. So meaning what that means is make sure that you replace your divots when you take a divot. If it breaks up, you know, our superintendent always wants us to put back the, the pieces, but if it all breaks up, we always have kind of a seed mix Absolutely. that we do. You know, a ball mark on the green, there might be two or three that might be near your golf ball. Why not try to fix that, okay? Right. So we really give um, the next person that comes the really good opportunity to hopefully make a putt without any of these ball marks going. And then just basically just raking the bunkers and, and just basically staying up with a group ahead. I think those are the biggest etiquette things but uh, we just want to keep keep people moving keep people having fun and uh, if they don't score too well they could also come see the golf professionals and we could fix them up a little bit exactly how many golf professionals do you have we do have uh, four four total okay uh, myself I'm a I'm the only PGA member but we also have Frank Seglin Alex Seglin which is his son okay. and also Johnny Mayo who they are in the program just starting to uh, start up the program gotcha. right now. And from what I hear, you guys have something special coming up maybe in, in the fall. Yes, yeah, so it's going to be our uh, postponed 125th uh, gala okay. at Clan Country Club. It's going to be this year at uh, Saturday, October 2nd. Yep. Uh, it's going to be just a huge, uh, big party. And, you know, they, they hired a, uh, a tent. We have... Yep. We're going to use our patio for some of our pictures, but oh, nice. it's just going to be honestly a black tie affair. Oh, excellent! Um, and you know, photo booths. I mean, there's so much excitement. The tent is just absolutely gorgeous that yep. they they rent. Um, but and also we have a plan, a party planner that's really helping us um, do this. So uh, we're hoping to get a big show out. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think they had it at their hundred year. Uh, which was a big party that right. time too. So it's going to be fr pr pretty similar. Um, I think we, we have a lot of great ideas that we have uh, coming up with some different events. We, mm -hmm. we also have like a golf event on Saturday, September 18th, which uh, we rented these old uh, Hickory, Hickory golf clubs 
and the Getter Percher golf ball, which is the golf ball that they used to play with okay. back in the day. Oh, cool. Uh, so we're going to ask people if they could wear maybe some uh, pieces from 125 years ago. So oh, wow. maybe some knickers or some people might call them plus fours and okay. maybe have some of the ladies dress up with kind of some button downs and, and a long skirt. Oh, cool. um, to really get get going with that but it's gonna be pretty cool you know they'll find out that those golf balls way back when doesn't go as far as our <laughs> brand new golf balls that's for sure but it's just you know they're gonna do maybe a tuxedo rental um, coming in to, to custom fit people yeah and they'll have you know them drop off the suits that day and then they could uh, actually just leave it couple days after the fact and they'll come back and pick come it back, up pick them up and then yeah it'll be good to go. so yeah but it's gonna you know there's so much excitement again it was supposed to be last year October yep. 3rd but with COVID uh, we postponed it for a year and it will be our 125th plus one there you go <laughs> yeah plus they, one but they, it's gonna be awesome it, you know it's it's just the planning for it last year was yeah. intense it's still intense okay but I think uh, we're gonna make it happen and it's gonna be just a great turnout and great memories for that night. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And what other events do you guys have coming up? You know, we have our, we have our, uh, we have some social um, events on, okay. the, on our driver range mm -hmm. uh, where we're gonna just kind of open up. We're gonna have a bar out there where people could kind of hit, you know, all the golf professionals will be up there assisting people, helping people with their swings and whatnot. Uh, and also at the end of the month on the 28th of this month, we have a big demo day extravaganza, we call it, where it's another great event. I have a lot of my vendors to sell clubs that day so people could try them, uh, but also we'll have, you know, music blaring up there. We're going to have a little, I always try to do some type of special um, drink that day. We gotcha. usually do like fireball shots or oh, margaritas or so I don't know what it's going to be this year. Maybe we'll have to discuss it, Pete. Exactly. And uh, we could think of a, some some type of fun. Oh, fun absolutely, thing. absolutely. Um, but yeah, and then there's going to be just uh, some other events at the club that are just going to be enticed to to socialize with people. I think we had so many new members, Pete. We're mm -hmm. really trying to, you know, get them to where we were basically before the COVID where, you know, it's a very welcoming place, a lot of, a lot of socialization at the club and oh, a lot absolutely. of different events. Like, you know, Friday night, they usually do pub nights mm -hmm. at the club. Uh, you know, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. We try to incorporate a lot of our stuff together, golf and food. Right. So we could kind of help each other out. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm sure, I'm sure, now are they, do you, do you know if they're going to be doing the club championship this year? Yes, yeah, so we'll go back to hopefully the old way with okay. the club championship where we could get all the spectators out there. Oh, cool. Uh, we are going to do the three-day member guest, which we didn't have last year. All right. Okay, we open it up to 72 teams. We have 72 teams, and we have about 14 people on the wait list right now. Oh, nice. Uh, so that's one of our another premier events, yep. uh, which is great. And then we also have... You know, all our famous, you know, the Warren Richards uh, Senior Club Championship. Sure. You know, all our, basically our board events, Cornish Mossman. We have so many great events there, and, and you know, we pride ourselves on making sure that they have a great experience in, in these events that they come to the club. And the funny thing is, the funny thing is about the three-day member guest, one of the best parts of the three-day is the last night, because usually... <laughs> A certain someone who I'm, I'm assuming you know who I'm going to mention with the pizza shows up and they make pizzas. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> we do that on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. They do it um, with the pizza truck. Yep. 
which is which is great. It's it's uh, you know we bring him in and Chef Paul. I think we just rent it from uh, Frank. Yep. And basically we just Chef Paul does everything else: the cooking, the pizza making. Exactly. Um, you know he's we're we're really lucky to have him and his whole crew that. Uh, do such a great job with that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you know as well as I do, Chef Paul does not produce a bad meal. Never. No. Never. <laughs> no. no, and he's just a, such a great guy. Oh, he's an awesome guy. You know, I mean, that's what's so nice. And he always wants to find out how your experience was and, you know, what he could do maybe a little different or, you know. But again, in, in, this sh in the uh, cooking standpoint, a lot of prices have gone up because of the whole Oh, COVID. yeah, of course they have. So which he's encountering that a little bit right oh, now. Oh, of course, of course they have. It'll come down, hopefully. Oh, you're, exactly. Yeah. Now, as far as the, I'm, I'm assuming, golf supply costs have gone up because of supply and demand. They, they really have, Pete. Um, you know, some of these companies, they're back-ordered, and they can't even give you an honest answer when they're going to get some of their product. Um, really? it's, it's a lot of uncertainty and I think the, the demand too, Pete, everybody's playing golf. So the demand was crazy, uh, crazy busy. I mean, right now we can't get any, uh, any grips right now, any rubber grips, if you could believe it. Um, go figure. Wow. You know, we couldn't get any push cards last year. Yep. You know, so now some of the supply, you know, chain is coming back, but it's still taking clubs, you know, six weeks to get to me which exactly. you normally in the past would be a week. Wow. Yeah, so, but it, we're making do, you know, we're, we're trying to do whatever we could do to, you know, supply supply our members and guests if, if they want something. Uh, I have a good good opportunity to go around and a couple of these other retail stores and mm -hmm. be able to trade, like especially Chris Cody's, who's a close friend of mine. I mean, I go and swap a lot of my merchandise a little bit with him so yep. I could, you know, get my customer their product basically the next day. Versus, oh, wow. versus waiting six weeks. Exactly. Yeah, because again, we wanna, we're there for our members and guests and we wanna really deliver on, on our word and on our product without absolutely, a doubt. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm sure, and you, you know as well as I do, especially at the Clinton Country Club, that it's very important to keep everybody upbeat and very happy, shall we say. Yes, that's what, uh, that's what I pride <laughs> myself on doing. Uh, are we gonna do that? We sure try. Right, absolutely. You know, but again, there might be some situation where we might not give you the right answer that you want to hear. Exactly. But we're going to give you the right answer and, and, and the proper answer for that. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, as far as what else is going on at the club? We're just, uh, we're just keep on growing. I think this year we're, we're going to do a lot of our orientation okay. on videos. Me and Chelsea have been putting videos together mm -hmm. where we kind of kind of inform our new members because we couldn't really have any more orientation last year with right. all our new I mean, We had 40 new members come in last year, so oh, wow. they couldn't go through the orientation process that we usually would do. Um, so we're going to take some little short videos to talk to them about, you know, where to park an electric cart, you know, push yep. carts. We have a lot of people that have push carts there. You know, our rule at Clinton Country Club is you can't go in between the bunker and the green it's got to be on the outside so yep. it's just simple things you know how to rake a bunker maybe for some of our new members you know somebody coming down nine nine fairway you're not yeah, allowed right. to tee off on ten no um so you know those little things but there's going to be videos that we're going to have on our our website that's going to just basically hopefully help the new people out with some of the etiquette and the rules of the club 
Now, as far as speaking of etiquette and video tutorials, when you guys first started all this, when everything first started, from what I understand, Chef Paul used to do cooking classes. Yeah, we, <laughs> Chef Paul did it. We, me and Chelsea started it a little bit. With, That's right. Uh, she did a little piece on yoga, kind of a minute or two, and I would do some type of uh, golf uh, topic, basically putting or chipping. And gotcha. people actually really enjoyed it. It was really good. I mean, could we keep it going? We can probably, yeah, but right. I think now we could get out of the the shop because right. that was at the time where we weren't allowed to have anybody come in the building. Exactly. Um, this was, you know, basically back in April for the mm -hmm. most part. Right. But I think those are those were some great things. You know, I tried to put my golf shop virtually. Yep. Uh, which I didn't have the the greatest success, but it's okay. We, right. you know, you try and you keep on trying until something hopefully clicks. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, but it's totally different now, which is. You know, people are happier. We don't have to wear masks outside, which a lot of people are happy, especially yep. my staff. <laughs> especially oh, absolutely. Um, but I think, you know, we're all doing our part, I think, to get through this and, and get to the other side. Absolutely. Now, one thing you guys, you guys did, and I totally forgot about this until I saw this person not long ago, you guys did an event with Families Helping Families in Minor Vincent. Yeah, so, yeah, nice, yeah, every yeah. year I, I always kind of get up on the tee box and, and ask for some donations for uh, not only, you know, families helping families in Clinton here, mm -hmm. but also we do it for the um, uh, Folds of Honor. Okay. So the Patriot Golf Day, we always raise money, and then we started a couple years ago, we started a pro-vet veteran tournament. Really? Where I'll invite uh, 18 veterans that we have through our HOPE program of the PGA. Okay. We'll have them there, and then I'll invite a golf professional from the area. And then I'll have a member and two guests or three members playing with, with these guys. So we don't, we, a couple of years ago, we, we wrote checks, $10,000 to uh, the House of Heroes yep. out of Connecticut. And also we did it for the APK uh, Foundation, which is in Milford. Wow. So we wrote two $10,000 checks to those two great veteran. Wow. Uh, and then we also, yeah, so going back to the families helping families, mm. I stood on the tee uh, one day and I basically just asked for donations from our club, which they've always been so generous. Oh, absolutely. Uh, our membership. Uh, so I basically just stood and we broke it up into that and Patriot Golf Day. Wow. So uh, we, we gave, uh, you know, Minor Vincent a pretty nice check, I yeah. think. Unexpecting, absolutely. Maybe. And we also did it for our two events, the Pro Vet, which we didn't have, but w I also raised money for them. I think we raised about fifteen hundred dollars each. Oh wow! Uh, for them, without even having an event. And, and again, the members at our club are just so generous. I think over the past fourteen years, I we've probably donated probably close to half a million dollars wow. to various community um, charities and and also nationwide charities. Absolutely, and then like like you, like you, like you said before. Yes, you guys are a private club, but yes, yes, you care about the community as well. Oh, 100%. Absolutely, and you have to. You have to. I mean, there's no other place like it. You know, and, and I think it's a, it's a special, you know, shoreline community. You know, I'm originally from Hamden, Connecticut, yep. and, you know, didn't really venture too much on the shoreline. But, you know, it's it's just a, just a welcoming place, you know. I mean, I can't say enough about how gracious people are in Clinton, never mind our members, but, right. you know, all the businesses that you like to support and, and really just make sure that you, you know, do your part in the community. I think being a, a giver is the greatest thing that, that 
that's been brought to me. Right. I like to give. I, I don't like to hear about myself or, or right. take anything, but exactly. you know, if I could do a little small part to make somebody's day a little bit better, that's what I do. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. People, yeah. people ask me, they're like, you like what you do? I'm like, I love what I do. They're like, you like the limelight? I'm like, yeah, yes and no. Yes, yeah. I want to get out and talk about events. Do I like seeing my name in the paper for this, yeah. that, and the other thing? Not really, because it's not right. all—it's not all about me. It's about the—it's about the organization. It's about the local nonprofit doing the event. It's about this. It's about getting out and supporting the local community. Yeah, hundred percent, Pete. I, I think that's—you know—I've been brought up like that by my parents, my grandparents, oh, and, and and all that. And you know, you come from the same same kind of household there. Yep. You know, oh, yeah. it's just—it's just—you know—why not? Right. You know, it's not hard. No. I, I think that's what I think, you know, this COVID thing has really brought us more together as a family and, and, and as a club. And, right. you know, I, I think there's a lot of people that, that need help out there. And, and especially now, because especially the nonprofits, because they're struggling. Big time, Pete. You know, a lot of people didn't get to go to a lot of events that they hosted that could raise some money for these events. And plus it's hard to go to your local, you know, restaurant and ask them for, you know, $50 gift card. Exactly. I mean, they were closed for three months, you right. know? So it, it, it's, it's interesting, you know, but I think the people that are, that always do their part, they have definitely done their part Absolutely. without a doubt with, with very little in return. I know. As a matter of fact, I, I, I sit on the, board of a local nonprofit and we did we used to do a dining out for a cause event with one of the local restaurants and nice because of what's going on I certain I we didn't do it last year we did it the, the year before and we're probably not going to do it this year just because I feel funny walking in asking the restaurant um can we do the event again this year especially with what's going on because they haven't, most of the restaurants haven't even bounced back yet. Correct, correct. And you feel you feel bad for all those people. I mean, that, that was an industry that really got hit the hardest. Oh, absolutely. You know, where our industry got a push. Right. You know, I'm right, right, exactly. Totally different direction. And, you know, and that's the thing. I, I think, you know, Clinton and, and the area here, I think they really support their local businesses. Right. And that's that's key. Absolutely. You know, that's all I ask for our members just to support me. That's that's right. all I, you know, I'll give them every experience that they have and, and really make sure that, you know, I deliver with uh, with a great product and, and great experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about the speaking of food. Let's talk about what it's what it looks like in the dining room of the grill room and outside in the, on the patio, especially now with what's going on as far as seating and yeah so so right now we're still um we're still uh, six feet apart okay but we do definitely don't have a maximum number i believe mm, of right. people that could sit at a table as of right now remember this right. is my uh, correct my expertise here right um but no they they've added some more tables in and and chairs and stuff and you know Pete, it's going to be interesting because i think so many people okay across the country love to eat outside oh absolutely um so will we have some some events where people might want to stay inside yeah right. you know banquets are happening bat mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs are happening now so um they're starting to get back to a little bit of a normalcy up there now let's talk about the future of golf and where it's going yeah i mean it's going up <laughs> Pete. i mean it, it's unbelievable with such a big influx of people, right. new golfers, people that, you know, I, I think it's just gonna take off. 
Uh, I think, you know, more clubs are full now. Yeah. Uh, a lot of clubs are going back to initiation fee, which is really good because I think uh, us, Madison and, and Black Hall were the only kind of people up the shoreline here that still had kind of a initiation fee. Um, really? A lot of clubs, you know, not naming any clubs, but yep. they didn't have initiation fees. Uh, they waived it. Now they're back up to initiation fee and, and, and um, full membership, which has been so helpful for, for a lot of these clubs that weren't having such success as we were. Um, now, how important is it to take a lesson? Oh, Pete. <laughs> It's it's very important. I th I think you know from not only talking as a golf professional, but right. you know one of my first first times I was starting to play, I got a lesson right from the start from this guy Rich Lacan. He's he was at Lorview Country Club in okay. in Hamden. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, basically, it's just the fundamentals, Pete. You know, there's there's four fundamentals of, of the game. Basically, the grip, which is you only get one chance on how you hold the club. Right. It better be the right way because mm -hmm. it really controls what the club face does. You know, posture, ball position, and alignment. Those are the four fundamentals. And if you have all four, how I put it, you have 100% chance to succeed. <laughs> You're good to go. You succeed. If you have two <laughs> of the four, you know, 50%. But I think it's so important to really get those foundations in, in, in a lot of people. You know, I did a lot of teaching with Billy Harmon and, uh, when I was up in Rhode Island, and he just basically told me, uh, a lot about the golf swing. What his father, Claude Harmon, who used to be the pro at Seminole and Wingfoot all those years, okay. one of the greatest, you know, PGA professionals ever. And he really, you know, taught me how to basically teach and, and what to look for and, and what, what to do to help people. You know, we don't talk about too much when we teach. Right. Two things at a time is what the human brain could accept for short-term memory. So I'll put like the fundamentals in one and then we'll work on one thing. But again, just the ground route, you know, get the, get the people hitting the ball, some quirky little drills that I do for people. If they can't get the ball up in the air, I'll do a little tee game. Um, but you know, again, it's the relationships that you make with them for those, for that half hour, hour. Absolutely. And again, I have fun. You gotta oh, laugh, you know, you gotta laugh. You gotta, you know, emphasize with those people that this is a hard game. Right. What you see on TV is not really the case because exactly. they're probably 0.01% of our golfing public. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important to teach. I mean, you gotta, you gotta learn the fundamentals of golf. Okay. You gotta learn how the body works through the swing. You know, you gotta find out if somebody has a physical limitation that they can't do what we're teaching. Right. Uh, and also, we do a lot of stuff with the Sarah Foundation, the Vista. Sure. We oh, do, absolutely. We do, a, we do a golf clinic each year before they have their uh, their uh, their championship at Lure, at Sleeping Giant sure. for the Special Olympics. So okay. we do a couple clinics for them too, which is pretty neat. And you know, those are some of my greatest days because they just appreciate um, just getting the ball up in the air. Right. Pete is like absolutely. it's like huge. You know. So again, teaching is is a fundamental that I really. Uh, pride myself. I was actually a couple of years ago. I was actually nominated as one of the best teachers in the state. Really? By my peers, which there was nice. Go. Yeah. So I was pretty honored to to get that. Unexpected, but honored. Absolutely. Now, how important is it to practice? <laughs> yeah. 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 Unlike Allen Iverson, practice. Exactly. Way back when, but you must <laughs> practice. You know, I, I I think you have to um, retrain your skills a mm -hmm. little bit and. Right kind of figure out what to do, you know. The, I think the practicing that I really ins install in my um, my clients is basically 
we got to break it up into thirds. Yep. A third putting, a third short game, meaning around the green. Yep. And a third full swing. Right. Okay. I think uh, far too many people go work on their full swing okay. and not enough people work on their putting. Like gotcha. I said earlier, 43% of the game is played with your putter. Mm -hmm. You know, you have 18 holes, you're going to maybe hit 14 drives, you know, maybe a few seven irons through the day, okay, but you're going to putt quite a bit. So that's what I would really tell people to really emphasize on working on all parts of your game, not just the full swing, because we still got to get in the hole. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Because yeah. you don't want to get out on the golf course and like, uh, what do I do now? Exactly, exactly. Or hit the ball and hit it two inches instead of four, 400 yards. Correct, correct. <laughs> and I think that's, it's, it's a hard game, Pete. You know, right. it's, there's so many things that could go wrong other than the physical portion. Right. You have the, uh, the weather, right. the weather well, to, well, to dictate now. Absolutely, because I don't think you want to be getting play, playing in the pouring rain. No, no, it's not so much fun. But uh, no. you know, if it's a tournament and we need to, we need to get you out there. We'll get you out there as long as we don't have any thunder and lightning in the area. Yeah, I was gonna say if there's thunder and lightning in the area, they call the, they call it. They will. Yeah, we have a we have a, a weather uh, detector over there, so Hold we'll up. just uh, blow the horn, and that means uh, people have to come in immediately. Get off the course, please. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Get off the course. There's a rain delay. How long is it going to be? Who knows? Yeah. Hey, it helps out the bar when there's rain delay. Exactly. <laughs> right? It helps hopefully, out the bar. Hopefully Joe's working. <laughs> yeah, happy <laughs> Joe. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hopefully Pete. Joe's working. We have a little bit more time left, so what else? for more information on the Country Club, where can they go? They could go on our website, okay. clintoncc.org. Okay. They could go there. Um, they could give us a call at in the golf shop or the, the phone number. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they could get... They could just walk in. Cool. Just say hi. I mean, we look, we were a very welcoming club, and we have such a great staff there. You know, Chelsea Hayward is kind of our membership yep. um, coordinator that works at the club, Absolutely. and you know, Kathy Testman, she's a controller Absolutely. at the club, and and it's just you know, just come on over. Cool. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to say hi, and we'd love to show off our uh, Clinton Country Club to to everybody. Absolutely, Sean Busker from the Clinton Country Club. Thanks for some time, and we'll have we'll have to be uh, on again soon. All right, that sounds great, Pete, right. and I'm honored for the first show. You got it. Thanks, right. Sean. Thanks, Pete. On behalf of Sean Buska, my name is Pete Mazzetti. Well, thanks again, and we'll see you next time.